You're listening to 2XFM. Uh, uh, this is Local and Live. You're with DJ Nabay here. It's uh, just gone 5 o'clock or just after, as you know, because you just heard the news. Uh, a little bit of back announcing before I introduce uh, today's special guest. Um, before the news, we just heard a little bit of Citizen K and uh, the track These Kicks. Uh, it's off the new album. We'll get to that in a second. Um, and before that, we heard Azim Zane and his lovely bones and dreams I could recall. Before that, uh, Semantics with Burn Slow. Uh, in brackets, Inferno. Damn. Uh, that's the first time I've actually heard that song. Uh, I didn't know. There used to be an old heavy metal band called Semantics in Canberra, and I was getting a little bit, like, excited, like this could actually be, uh, you know, one of their songs, but no, alas, it wasn't the case. Um, and uh, we start at the top there with Primary Colours and Services Rendered. All right, enough of that. Let's get on with the exciting news. Citizen K, introduce yourself. Yo, what is up? I mean, you've, you've kind of done you've done the job for me here. Citizen K, my name's Kojo Answer. Nice to be here. <laughs> Pleasure. Uh, first and foremost, though, you kind of got me. There's a, a old, old heavy band called Semantics. There, there is an old heavy metal band called Semantics that used to be, when I was a boy at Narrabunda College, there used to be a band called Semantics there. And it's just so Canberra to have a oh. band called Semantics. It was like, oh, that's so, yeah. like, damn yeah. intellectual. And then I saw this, I'm thinking, oh, it's an, with an X. I'm thinking, oh, could it True. be the same one? I've just started venturing into my heavy, heavy world. So I've been, um... No! Yeah. What are we talking about here? Well, I've always been a Rage Against the Machine fan. Oh, well, with. well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So before every show, I listen to Rage Against the Rage first Rage Against the Machine album. Okay. What I listen to. Bolt track. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and someone heard me listen to that on the weekend and started recommending me other heavy bands. Right. So I started. I started with Slayer. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I've gone. I've dived right in. Okay. Um, there was a kind of cross cross. I oh, guess referencing between hip hop and um, metal, a band called Body Count, which is oh, Ice T's band. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The first so, first Ice T album is really good, and then the most recent one's not bad either. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just jumped. There was a new one that came out apparently. Yeah. So someone put me onto that. So right. all yesterday I was just playing Body Count. Damn. And just driving around, just headbanging <laughs> so hard. Um, I actually have a sore neck today. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the, the, the metal hip hop crossover thing's been. It was sort of done in the early nineties. If you mm. want to, there's a great soundtrack called the Judgment Night soundtrack track, which is worth checking out. Yeah, and if you want to see some interesting uh, collaborations like Cypress Hill with Pearl Jam, yeah. um, oh, uh, the, the House of Pain with Helmet, uh, the, the, these are a lot of like, 90s bands and yeah. stuff like that, but there's some damn fine uh, tracks on Ooh. it. Um, Devil Funky Homo Sapien turns up with uh, D- yeah, uh, uh, Dinosaur Jr., if you've ever heard Dinosaur oh, Jr. No. But uh, that's a great soundtrack. If you want to go the hip-hop, heavy okay. metal things, okay. let's... Anyway, I digress. Like, like, Citizen K, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, where do we start today? You, what have you been doing? I have been doing a lot. Um, <laughs> you must making, be tired. Yeah. Well, um, I'm good. I'm good. Um, <laughs> making a new album, which is out now. Touring, which I've started doing, and also started, um, well, not started, but been working in the studio a lot with local Canberra artists and whatnot. So my time has been like music, music, music all week, every week for the last six six to eight months. So that's who you are. That's what defines yeah. you as an individual. Yeah. Sort I, of. There's maybe. nothing else I really want to be doing right now, so I feel like my like yeah. may God dive right into I, it. I think most of us are a little bit jealous that you get to do music for a life. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I, I have a day job. I'm not quitting that anytime soon. But you, my friend, I mean, you've been nominated for two Arias in mm. what? The first album and the second album, just like yeah. that bang. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, that must be a bit of a leap of far confidence for you. It's like, yeah, yeah, my first jam and it's just gone, you know, Aria. How did that come about? You know, was uh, that a shock? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, I, I'm, the way I see it is I'm just like a camera kid making jams in his spare bedroom. So for me, it's just like anything that happens is super dope to me. I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm on the Internet. Everyone's on the Internet, you know, like 
the Ari thing in particular was super mind blowing though. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard to comprehend. I don't think I really let it sink in. Did you have to go to the awards? You, you were there on the night? So I had a, the first one. I don't know about the second one, but the first one, I had a show the same night as the actual awards. <laughs> yeah. Business before pleasure. Exactly. So, yeah, that was, that was the thing, you know. Yeah. What have you won? Uh, what have I won? No, no, what, what if you did? You're oh. playing your show. It's just like, I won an Aria. <laughs> well, I had I had people of my from my team there, so yeah. I suppose they would have... Oh, your team. <laughs> yeah, see, I could be that guy who said I have a team there. How cool is that? That's pretty good. I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just informing Citizen Kate that he actually has a Wikipedia page now, and uh, that's that's blown him right out of the park. Because oh, yeah. uh, you know you've made it in life when you've got a Wikipedia page. <laughs> you know as soon as I leave here, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> update that. Update that. You know, it's like everything you need to know. Actually, there's not a lot of information on there right now, just oh, sort of says, you know, there you will be <laughs> misinformation. Are we talking misinformation or the, the I real have thing? no idea what you know. <laughs> Well, it simply gives us some some background yeah. information that you're you're born in Ghana and yeah. you came to Australia when you were six years old. Yep. So so far, Wikipedia is not lying. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> good. Excellent. Okay. So far, the information so is good. good. We're not talking fake news here, which no. is really cool. But no. you know, that's that's kind of where the, the, the how would you say it just says you're a Canberra hip hop artist. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's that's as much as I remember from the page itself. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it specifically says Canberra. I yep. like to make sure people hear Canberra as much as possible. And that's a beautiful thing. From another Canberra appreciator to another, oh, yeah. um, you know, that's the sort of thing. I mean, we were just talking between the break here about just uh, the sort of the, I guess Canberra has a, geographically has a, an impact on, on mm. uh, your sense of well-being. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you, you sort of mentioned about moving to Melbourne and just going, no, that's not going to work for yeah. me. And it's community is one thing. Yeah. And the other thing is just space, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you come from uh, out Togrenong Way. And yeah. I was far out talking about banks, is yep, that right? Yeah, right next to power. Yeah, that's it. And, you know, like just going for that walk in the yeah. bush if you needed to. You can't yeah. do that in a big city. Exactly. It wasn't so much that I, I didn't think Melbourne was good. It's just like I thought Canberra was better. Yeah, well, that's that's exactly right. Yeah. And that's and that's the thing. There's a lot of haters out there when it comes to Canberra. It's our job to make yeah, sure they understand. Exactly. I've been doing it, man. I've been doing it. It's beautiful, Sticky Cat. It's beautiful, man. It's, it's, it's what I want to hear. Because it makes me cry knowing knowing that people out there loving Canberra and just to say, no, man, you cannot. No, no. You're going to drive by with a water pistol if you say that again because it's just not cool uh, it's it's getting to the stage where i we're getting a little bit of rap uh, of a rap and one of the reasons i think is lo and behold our hip-hop scene yeah um and uh and it's something to be really proud of i think uh we've got so many good artists here hip-hop or not but just hip-hop wise mm. tell me about the scene what is it about the scene that makes it such a, a special thing here in canberra well yeah we're talking about it in the break as well like the community for me, community is the biggest thing. Mm. Um, I'm I'm a massive lover of just people who aren't afraid to just be there for one like one another. Mm -hmm. In terms of in the music scene, you know, you have a show and you have half the or all the you know hip hop scene come to a show. Yep. Whether it's a big show or not a big show, whether it's your first show, I remember there's a few people who had their first shows and everyone will come out to support them for their first ever gig kind of thing. That's like, beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. I, I feel like you don't see that enough. And even you know, strangers will come. They'll, mm. you know, we have the hip, the Canberra hip hop page where you'll post that you have something on. Yep. And strangers will come and you network and you meet new people within Canberra. Just something about that community vibe just makes me want to be amongst it even more. It is kind of a special thing, isn't it? Yeah. it it's, it's, there's something about that uh, sense of belonging that yeah. I think really makes it really nice. And it, it's it's funny, isn't it? Because you know when you you know when you're young and you have those aspirations of moving to another city, you don't realise how long it is before you you can put down roots. Mm. And you know a lot of times it's not really worth it. You yeah. know, like uh, you know my experience of Melbourne was pretty much like that. I got to Melbourne thinking, yes, Melbourne. You know, I should be able to meet people on the same level. It took years. Yeah, right. Just shows you how difficult a person I am. <laughs> but you know, it still takes years before you find people of the right, yeah. of that that vibe yeah. you've got. So you know, 
Anyway, back to Canberra. Nice place. Yeah. So, look, what else can we say? Um, what is it about... Uh, uh, what, what motivates you as far as writing lyrics go? Uh, for me, it goes project by project. So right. this album in particular, Belly the Beast, mm-hmm. the new album that's just come out in the last few weeks... Um, this album was kind of whoop, down. I go. <laughs> oh, those, like uh, playing nice. the chair. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I'm a bit of a child sometimes. Um, this album, Belly of the Beast, in particular, was pretty selfish in the sense of I didn't actually tell any of my team or anything that I was writing an album. Why not? Um, well, first of all, I didn't realise I was writing an album until oh. I was about like halfway through it. <laughs> And then when I did realise I was having an album, I didn't want the pressures of deadlines and, you know, you should steer in this direction. Or right. I wanted that. Um, I just wanted to be free with it and, and do it as I felt it was needed. Mm-hmm. So pretty much like two years in the making this album was. And mm-hmm. it was just taking my time was such an important part of it. Um, kind of growing up as well and maturing a little bit. I was someone who is still am, but bouncing off the walls a, a yep. lot. Yep. A lot. Um <laughs> And within this last two years, kind of learning how to, like, just be a bit more still, you know. Why? Well, <laughs> first of all, I realised I can, you know, maintain a lot more energy when okay. I'm not just Fair bouncing enough. off the walls all the time. You're ready to pounce. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, um, I took time off um, from doing shows. Um, okay. And so I was in studio a lot, which means I was sitting down a lot. So just naturally every day, I wasn't always networking, talking, mm-hmm. you know, socialising. So I think that part of it kind of calmed me down a little bit and okay. that kind of ended up showing in when I was writing. Um, I listened to, I started listening to a lot of jazz. Ah, interesting. So that played a massive part as well. Right. Um, so the, the type of music I was listening to played a massive part and this album is like heavily influenced by like jazz, blues um, kind of sound. Right. And I was originally a guitarist, like guitar was my f- introduction into anything music. So okay. This whole album, well... I think like 99% of this album has live guitar, live bass on it. Oh, so you went kind um, of full circle. You went from yeah, exactly. playing guitar into you know hip hop, and then just like hey, kind man, of bringing it back, putting the two together. Put yeah, two together. yeah. So it was just kind of this album was just taking my time, and and that was the the core idea of it, and the the concept I kind of developed while making this album was the whole idea of just the, things come. I guess rolling with things as they come and okay. being okay with it so you know if things do go wrong then it's okay that it goes wrong you just roll with that <laughs> uh, from doing live shows I learned that lesson you know yep. you know tech issues and whatnot. you just roll with it yeah, you whatever. Laugh. if yeah. you point attention to it then everyone notices and it gets awkward so yep. kind of learning in the live world to just roll with the punches yeah I meant to do that when really that's a complete freaking accident <laughs> exactly <then>. yeah <laughs> so kind of incorporating that into my day to day and yeah that just naturally came through when I was writing as well. Okay. Were there any happy um, accidents in the studio in that way? You just like there was like a, a beat you sampled wrong and it just came out like right. Uh, heaps of the lyrics. Yeah. Actually. Right. Okay. Um, so one ways I hadn't actually written before, which I did this time, was I just rapped nonsense. So I, I, <laughs> I knew the rhythms that I wanted to use. Yep. I knew the general rhythms and, and cadences that I wanted to use, but I didn't have the words to them. Okay. And so a lot of it was kind of freestyled out very roughly like mumbled roughly but then certain words would poke out and just because I've listened to those so many times whatever words were poking out ended up kind of being the core of the song so I'd mm-hmm. then write around whatever happened to pop into my mind while I was listening to that instrument right okay and then yeah the, when I figured it out when I got to a certain point of the album I realised a lot of it was very similar in terms of concepts and vibe okay um, and so it's content that I was talking about 
So, yeah, just was like, let me keep on doing this. <laughs> so it kind of makes it feel easy, doesn't it, when you've, yeah. you've got that, <clears throat> I'm yeah. going to write about this today, instead of it's more like your your, your mind's leading that chase. Exactly, yeah. 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 And I think that comes with the whole giving myself time to work on stuff as well. With mm-hmm. deadlines, you, you're kind of like, okay, I have to write a song. Yeah. What can I write about? Whereas this was like, if I didn't feel like writing, I didn't write. Um, I'd wake up, same with the recordings, um, when it came to the recording stage of it, it was kind of like I'd wake up, in my diary, I'd be like, all right, today you record this song. But if I woke up and didn't feel like I wanted to record that song, right. I just didn't. <laughs> uh, and that was amazing. So that, having that kind of freedom was really good as well. There's one song in particular as well off the album, mm. um, Who Are You, that has my voice. For whatever reason, when I woke up one morning, I just had the perfect morning voice. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I just yeah. needed like, that deep kind of croaky morning <laughs> voice. And I just woke up and went, this is the time to record. All right. And okay. I, I record that whole song within that morning, just woke up and was like, now's the time. So that freedom, both lyrically and, and you know, production-wise, writing-wise and recording-wise was, yeah, mm. amazing for this to be able to do that. For so this day. is one of your, uh, you, were you in the studio? You said you mentioned you've got a new studio on Mitchell. Now, obviously, you're not sleeping the night there. <laughs> Maybe you are. That's cool, too. That's not my, you know, that's okay. Sleeping at work, you know, you've you got you to know what to do. you got to do. Yep, that's um, right. No, everything, everything I've ever done has actually been out of, a home studio. Um, so my home studio pretty much started with like a SingStar USB mic. Oh, it's, a be- oh, it's some high quality stuff. I know, right? right? I know. A SingStar mic and a Windows 98. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was my first dropping point studio. Yeah. Um, and just developed through that. Kind of developed through the. I didn't have money to go to a studio, so I was like, let me figure this out myself. And mm. obviously, I realized a SingStar mic wasn't the best quality. No, well, it's a starting point. Exactly. <laughs> time went on, and, you know, um, that's how it went. But, yeah, a lot of time in the home studio. So I've only just moved into this new space mm-hmm. after I finished the album. Mm. Um, so everything else will be from there, I guess, now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess that's the beauty of what's happened with technology over the last 20 yeah. years or so, is that home studios have gone from being something that's, that are quite primitive, and, you know, you could tell, it's like, oh, that was recorded on a 4-track, and to something that, you know, you can't tell yeah. the difference now between yeah. a, a polished, uh, you know, uh, studio product. Yeah. And, I mean, people are <coughs> even doing, um, like, cross, crossing between the two, so... Mm. You may record everything in a home studio, but then you'll send it to an engineer yeah. at a profit professional studio, or vice versa. Mm. You record everything in a actual studio and bring it back to a home studio. Um, people are kind of doing that, that hybrid a lot these mm. days. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it saves costs. That's basically exactly. I think that's the biggest yeah. thing as well. It costs a lot of money to do everything in a huge studio. So, All right. So, what would you give like advice to people starting out? Like, just you know, oh, just do it. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. I mean, it's pretty simple. It's like <laughs> it's just gonna gonna be ready to dedicate the time. That's yeah. what it is. Um, I think I've dedicated more time than I, I can think of. Okay, right. Uh, That's a lot of time, man. I know, right? <laughs> uh, mostly just because I, I lose track of time. Yep. Uh, I'm someone who would just get in the zone of a, a production or a creation and like forget to eat the whole day kind of thing. Yep. So I'll wake up at 7, start, and I'll, you know, it'll hit 7 p.m., mm. and I'll be like, I haven't eaten breakfast, lunch, or, <laughs> or like, And I just won't feel it until it gets to that time. So. Yeah. It's mostly because of that, because there's nothing else I really want to be doing. Right. So, so here's, here's the big question. Are your parents supportive? Hell yeah, man. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, my whole engineering, um, studio engineering recording side of things was actually thanks to my dad. Mm. Um, he kind of just saw that I was into music when I got my first guitar. He just thought, saw it was the first time I'd really just jumped into something mm-hmm. with such passion, and he just saw that straight away and was just like, cool, keep playing guitar when I got to a certain age. Yeah. I finished school. He was like, what do you want to do? I had no idea what I wanted to do. Yep. He goes, 
why don't you go to CIT, study sound production? Yeah. Um, so he kind of like guided me in that in that direction. Oh, that's beautiful. So, yeah, now yeah. I have like that tech side as well behind me because of my yeah. dad. I would have never have done that if it wasn't him. That's a, that's a really nice story um, to actually hear yeah. that your dad was actually, you know, not one of those dads that says you'll never get a you know get a real job oh, that no. kind of thing. It was. No. Yeah. So he, he's someone who's just like just worked an office job for so long. Yep. He's. He's Respect. pretty damn over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's actually just had a year off yeah. um, and then gone back. And that year off, you could see he'd had enough of the job kind of thing. Yeah. He just said to me, like, I don't want to see you guys well, go through that same thing of just going to a job for the sake of needing the money. If yeah. you make money, doing something you love, like, why would you not pursue that? That's 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 good advice for anybody. Yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, my dad, Except for drug yeah. dealing, okay? Oh, just, no, There are limits to what we mean by doing what you love, okay? That's what we want to say. Making music. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, 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 great, fine, that's fine. But, you know, just stay on the right side exactly. of the law. Exactly, exactly. Um, think, you know, think smart. Think, think smart. smart. Think smart. That's exactly. right. Just don't yeah. get caught. So, dad's been, like, super supportive in that way. And mum's just a massive music lover. She's, like, a singer as well. Okay. Um, it, was, it took a little bit longer for her to get on board the idea that I could make a living from doing music. Yeah, yeah. But once she started things happening, you know, she's like, okay, cool. <laughs> you <laughs> do your thing. Let, let yeah. those apron strings go. Yeah, exactly. And then you can get on and just exactly. get on with it. It's like, you know, you know, you know that's, I guess that's the cool thing. I mean, I, I get more of a hip-hop vibe than, like, a, you know, a gangster rap vibe, which, yeah. is, which is really ridiculous. I mean, living in Canberra, it's like, yeah, I'm a gangster rap. No, that's not going to happen. No, no. no. That, that wouldn't be keeping it real no. at all. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You need, you need to mentor some people. I, I try. I try. That's why I have this radio show. It's like, no, gangster to rap is not going to work and stuff. But, but the thing is, you don't see gangster rap in Canberra, and that's the beautiful thing about, I guess, that sense of place when you you, you talk about hip hop because it's very much about that yeah. that sense of identity and, yeah. and where you're coming from. And you really are talking about things that you identify with or mm. have experienced. Uh, there's no point talking about gangster exactly. rap. No, we don't have drive-by. Thank God. And you know, and really, that, that culture is a little bit, um, dare I say, contrived. And it, I always found that when it came to hip hop versus rap, I always found that hip hop was limitless. Yeah. Where rap was really just sort of putting itself. Rap game, yeah, rap game. Yeah. You know, uh, don't get me wrong. I loved NWA like anybody else. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, there was a point when you realised it was like, well, this is just going a little bit beyond fun. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, like, it's a bit too much. Yeah. Um, for me, like even for me, I for a long time I was under the impression that I hated hip hop because of that reason. Right, right. I couldn't identify with all that side of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of my early stages, space when I first got into music, playing guitar and stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, I was into you know Led Zeppelin, ACDC, right, 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 the hard rock stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And just because like, I couldn't identify with what I'd heard from rap. Yeah, okay. Um, so it took me a while to kind of dive into that sense. Obviously, later on, I realised I was always been a massive fan of Rage Against the Machine. Yep. So obviously, later on, I realised they're heavily hip hop influenced. <laughs> uh, those two didn't click. For <laughs> Same with uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, my other all-time favourite. Yeah, obviously, right. Like they're super hip hop influenced yeah. as well. Super like funk hip hop. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I think that's funny, isn't it? When you see bands like Chili Peppers, especially where you you see the funk hip hop sort of influence, and you see them influencing hip hop bands, yeah. and then you have that whole thing of like everyone comes around and realises what funk is again. Yeah, you know, like, exactly. oh, funk. You know, I've like, just done that same thing. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Discovering funk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. gotta you gotta love funk. You know, that's that's the thing. It's like where all these beats come from. It's like we you rip them off from like like Led Zeppelin for one oh, yeah, yeah. John Bonham beats are just like the, the, the sort of staple on a lot of early hip hop mm. but yeah all that early funk stuff like yeah. all that uh, funkadelic parliament yeah. stuff it's just like Dan, you know, where would we be without James Brown? You yeah. know, where would we be without, you know, like the meters and, and bands like that? So it's it's interesting now to sort of see that we're moving away. Um, you know, sampling's still really big, but now people can't sample, so they've got to actually got to find their own unique yeah. sounds. Yeah. And, and 
Okay, so talk us through it. How do you actually put a track together in that way? Uh, well, for me, this this album was also the first time I kind of got out of my bubble of I can do everything myself. <laughs> All right, uh, okay. I'm kind of I was kind of you know stubbornly in that headspace for a long time. So this album was kind of I met a guitarist on tour. Mm -hmm. uh, we were backstage and he just saw me vibing out to a Kendrick Lamar song. Oh yep, yeah. And he was just like. I think I might have something that you'll like. Yeah. So he'd only just started producing himself. So he's, uh, he's a okay. jazz guitarist. Right, right, right. Um, like a really amazing jazz guitarist. Mm. And showed me this instrumental and I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. I was like, didn't think anything of it. Right. A couple of weeks later, backstage, he showed me another song and that ended up actually being one of the songs on the album, Please Tell Me About It, the first song that started the album. Right. And I remember listening to it backstage and just being like, what? <laughs> what? Like doing the whole like standing up, like head hands on my head, running around the room, like absolutely losing it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that so that was the first time I was kind of like, okay, this guy's amazing, amazing guitarist, yeah. which obviously drew me in as well. The fact that he was a guitarist mm -hmm. and that he was a jazz guitarist. I've only just started getting into jazz around that time as well. Okay. So I was like, he plays the guitar and he plays jazz guitar as well. It's just like. How can I not do something with this? Well, I was being really offered to you. It's like, yeah, here, take it was, this. It was pretty much, right. like, it was handed to me. <laughs> yeah. um, so he, I worked with him for most of the album. He just kept sending me instrumentals and ideas, and so I'd take that and then bring it back to Canberra. Um, the, the other mixing engineer I work with lives in Canberra as well. Okay. So, you know, we'd take it from him. He lives in Melbourne. Right. Send it over, then we'll bring it back here and kind of polish and change and do what we needed to do. So most of the album kind of worked in, in that way. It was, okay. Um, I actually ended up writing, altogether there was over 50 songs. Holy crap. Me. Okay. Um, but I think about 30 full completely finished songs. Right. Um, so the other 20, 30, whatever, were, uh, general ideas and instrumentals. Right. Completely finished songs I had between 20 and 30. Yep. And then brought that down to the album now, which is 11 or 12. There's one instrumental, so 12. Okay, so you've got a lot of B-sites floating around right oh, now. Oh, yeah, I've got a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff in my sleeve. I've, I kind of tend to do that anyway. Yep. Um, there's one song a few years ago released called Free Doom that I've actually just had sitting around for maybe four or five years before it actually came out. Just because it, it just wasn't ready to be out. It was, it was incubating. It was yeah, just it it was was getting ready. It wasn't right yet. <clears throat> so I'm... I'm someone now who's realised that if it's not right, don't put it out there kind of thing. Like, mm -hmm. do it until you feel it's right. Yep. Um, which, once again, is like one of the things I'm really proud about with this album in particular is that I was actually able to do that. And yeah. Yeah, it got to the point where I was like, also knowing when you need to stop, though, I guess a song is never really finished. That's the other thing. Wow. that's a, like, Wasn't that some Picasso shit right there? Like, yeah. you said it was like, no paintings ever finished. Yeah, it's, it's just abandoned. Exactly. Yeah. It's the exact same with music. You yeah. can never stop adding stuff to it. Yep. Um, so also knowing when things was enough. Mm. Um, yeah, just kind of following your gut. Do, do, was, it, was it hard just to leave things alone? Just go, all right, I'm not going to mess with that anymore. Well, no. So <laughs> what I did, the other reason this album took so long to make was... Um, and I started doing this with all my stuff now, is when I wrote something and I was really vibing on it, mm. what I did before was I'd really vibe on it and just go, boom, this is it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Whereas this, I actually took like two, three months in between songs, so I wouldn't listen to a song yep. um, for two months kind of thing, come back to it and I go, do I still feel the same way about it? Wow. Yeah. That's a so serious, like, you know, like, yeah. I've got to think about this. You know, yeah, this so that changed my whole perspective on that, that, yeah, if I hadn't have done that, a lot of the other songs that out there would have been on the album for right. sure. Okay. Um, but it was just like, for whatever reason, I was like, came back months later and was like, okay, I don't feel the same way about this song. It's still good, but I don't feel that. 
I don't feel the hype about it anymore. So, yeah, taking my time in that sense. Right. Is, yeah, huge for this. Well, you, you really are playing up the album here, so we should probably play a track. All right. <laughs> okay. I think it's probably the best that we actually play some sort of track from the album. Uh, anything in particular that you want to hear? What, what, uh, do you want, what, what kind of vibe do you want? Do you want heavy? Do you want a slow jam? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, like... Uh, There's a variety on this album. I'm, I'm not a very big fan. Well, the slow jams are okay. But, you know, when it comes to me, I like the one-two punch of, you know, something heavy in your okay. face. Okay. Heavy. There's one song in particular called uh, oh, oh isn't love actually oh, isn't love wow um, okay wow okay. either that or bard bard is a song that I wrote about um, the indigenous community here after a few conversations that I had oh, okay. um, and kind of my realization of I was really oblivious of what was going on with the indigenous community in Australia Sam you just picked up on a really good like thing I'd like to come back to but yeah. uh, we should uh... well bard is the song to get into that conversation right oh damn okay. it's got swearing in it. I'm okay. Are you okay with swearing? I'm okay. I think, you're, I think you're okay with swearing. <laughs> I, think, I think this is the sort of thing when we sort of say people out there in, in listening land, uh, you know, like every once in a while we have a Canberra artist or we play music here that has swear words in it. It's not for everyone. Yeah. Not for everyone. But, yeah. you know, it, it, it's, you know, for those who it's for, that's for its, you know, just yeah. turn out. You know, tune <laughs> off, turn out, do whatever you need to do. But, you know, look, we're adults, okay? Yeah. They're just words. I shouldn't just say that because words hurt too. But swear words, <laughs> see how you dig a hole here, my yeah. friend? It's just I know. Anyway, get the idea. There's going to be some swear words. Uh, if you don't like it, turn off now. Tune in later. All right. We'll play, should we play Bard then? Yeah, okay. Bard's that song. All right. Okay. So before we play it, tell me, tell me what what did you learn about it? We're talking about Ngunnawal people. Yeah. Okay. So it started off. I had the opportunity to um, support Ice Cube when he came here. As you do. Yeah, yes, you do. You meant Ice Cube. I did. Why we haven't talked about this yet? Okay, fine. Don't just fine. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> there's a few amazing people I've met. Um, <laughs> public enemy. I just got to throw that Chuck D, the most amazing person I've ever met. He's he, a beautiful man. He guarded everything I'm doing right now. Yeah, right, right, right. You're, um, you're a big public enemy fan? Well, I wasn't before. I met him. That's, I knew their music and I was like, this is dope. But yeah. until I met him and spoke to him, yeah. I completely changed my Yeah, on he, he still puts chills up my spine yeah, when I hear, definitely. like, especially just, anyway, but, but continue with your story. story. <laughs> so the, Cube, the Cube tour, um, he brought his whole family yep. with him on this tour mm -hmm. and... There was a, there's another guy called Briggs, an Australian artist. Yep. Um, he was talking with his with Ice Cube's kids about all the shootings that were going on in the states and stuff, mm. and the police um, police brutality and all that. And you know, I was getting really heated about it as well. Mm. See, it, it was really fresh. And Briggs said something that instantly made me stop in my tracks. And he um, he said, "Well, what people don't realise is there's a lot of similarities with what's going on there, yeah. with what's happening here." And mm -hmm. I was just like. What do you mean? Yeah, exactly. What are you talking, what about? Are you talking about? And then he went on to just tell me all about, you know, the Indigenous community and, and the inequalities and mm. everything that happens there. And I'm still not, like, as researched on as, as I should be. Mm -hmm. But it was that first step of going, okay, there's something at my own feet that's happening. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting so upset about what's happening over there, mm. I'm not looking at what's right in front of me. Yeah, look, I, I have to thank Ice Cube myself for politicising my, my, my ideas about things yeah. because it was through that sort of idea of, wow, things aren't equal for everybody, right. that uh, really led me back to a lot of the, the issues that Aboriginal people in this mm. country sort of face. And then you realise... <clears throat> I know a lot of people, uh, especially uh, you know, having a lot of arguments with my mother, who uh, so that, that, that revisionist history sort of yeah. stuff. You know, where my mother grew up in a time when the idea of oh, we'll, we'll celebrate the explorers, yeah. the guys who came to Australia and, and yeah. ripped out stuff, 
and they they they, they name crap. Yeah. But the the history that I learned when I went through school was one about wow genocide. You know, yeah. it was about what had actually happened uh, displacement for yeah. Aboriginal people, and it made me feel extremely guilty mm. about that. And but at the same time, I realised that that knowledge is power. It's the mm. idea of well, you know, if, as long as we pass it on, we're not going to make that same mistake exactly. again. Um, well, hopefully, hopefully, you know, yeah. uh, that's it. But it's certainly one of those things. It's it is really quite. It's hard to take the first mm. time you actually hear that because it really just rips you away from that sense that everything is yeah. is kind of happy and we did the right thing. We yeah, did, you know, exactly. colonialism is a bitch, yeah. you know, and it, it, it has some uh, some real victims that mm. are still paying that cost even now. I mean, it's just anyway. I'm not going to get into that, but we will hear. <laughs> is, yeah, we will so hear. This song was inspired by that right in the heat of when I was just like. Oh my god, this is happening in Australia. Yeah. So mad. <laughs> and this song is what came out of it. Alright, let's let's do this. Alright, let's go with Bard. Uh you're on two double XFM. Uh this is local and live. And this is Bard. Let's see if we can get it up and running. You're on two double XFM. Uh you've just heard the, the booming sounds of Citizen K's uh Bard. Uh which is just uh, it's actually written for the indigenous community here, is that yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what it was just the right time for that to happen. I yep. guess um, it was the right time for me to for me to hear Briggs talk about that, and the right mm. time for me to look into it a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's just it was just had to happen. It's interesting, I guess, in that way that uh, it, it's now part of our collective uh, historical identity. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you come from or, or anything like that. The fact is, as an Australian, we now have to be uh, responsible or take yeah. responsibility for what's at, what our past is. Yeah, and uh, acknowledging it. So yeah. it's really cool in that way that. Um, doing it through song is definitely one of the ways you can do it and of course hip hop is such a, a fierce yeah. way of doing it and it's such yeah. an emotional way of doing it um, have you have you found you've made a lot more friends as a result in indigenous communities because of your music uh, well I wouldn't say more but yeah. I guess I'm more attentive to it before I, it yeah. was something I didn't pay attention to it was yeah. just like I just had friends of indigenous background. You didn't really think about yeah, it. It's it just like, that's Dave. That's not really... Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I think that's the other side that caught me off guard of myself yeah. as well, is that I didn't think about it, though. But it's a beautiful um, thing in a lot of ways. Yeah, you know? in one way it is, in yeah. one way it's not. I was yeah. kind of oblivious. Yeah. In the, well, that's that's the side of it that I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I was so oblivious to it. Mm, okay. Um, but at the same time, I, you can see that going both ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I wouldn't say like more, but definitely just more aware. Yeah. Okay. And that's 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 kind of cool. Like that idea of you know again like just consciousness raising. That's mm. that's the sort of thing that happens through life and experience. Yeah. yeah. Points to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Right. So you're on you're on tour for the pretty much the rest of September. Yeah, till end of November. Damn. Yeah. yeah that's gonna be good. So gonna be, yeah, it's huge. So we got I'm on tour with a man, Illy. Okay. Um, he is pretty big in the pop hip hop world. All right. Um, so he's doing a massive regional tour of like nearly 50 dates or something mm-hmm. and we're doing half of them so we've got um, 20, 25 dates with him okay. and then I'm doing my own run of 10 or so in the middle. So mm-hmm. it starts off with his tour, he stop his for a couple of weeks to do mine and then end on his. So is he going to support you? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> he would bring in so many people. <laughs> yeah, but it's been amazing. Like I think we've only gone through five shows now mm. but all to like you know a thousand to fifteen hundred packed out rooms that's nice yeah, yeah. so it's, it's nice to kind of showcase the album the album came out the day of the first show as well yep. so it was kind of nice to instantly just show so many people the album mm. um, people that I wouldn't have you know, wouldn't have heard it otherwise, yep. kind of thing as well. So yeah, it's been really, really amazing. Yeah, cool. And it's still going though. So where are you off to next? 
So we just came back from Tasmania. As you do. Yep, of okay. course. Uh, the next ones, we're going back to regional Victoria. Okay. So we've already done um, Frankston and Traugen. Okay, yeah, Traugen, yep. Yep. Um, we're going back to, there's oh, so many names that I've never heard of on this tour. Like, like Shepparton. I've heard of Shepparton. Yeah, you've heard of Shepparton, but Briggs. Yep. You've yep. got that Briggs connection. Yeah, yeah, Briggs. Yep. Um, but yeah, the whole tour is regional, so it's just, that's the other p- amazing part about it, is seeing... So many places, seeing space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, getting out. It's the first time I've gone to Melbourne and not been in like just in the city the whole time. Yeah, that's gotta be cool. Like, yeah. Look at all this space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Been, yeah, it's been really amazing that. Okay. So, well. so any particular place you're looking forward to playing? Well, all the ones that I hadn't heard of really. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I just like seeing new places, especially once again, regional spaces that have I, I yep. just love outdoors and, and space. Mm. Um, so the more of those places I can see the better. So there's a whole bunch that I wouldn't be able to tell you what their names are. <laughs> but I'm any all the ones I've been to, I'm like, cool, I like this yep. place that I've been here. So yep. there's a lot that I haven't been to. So just a word out to any of the promoters out there hearing uh, Citizen K talk now, just like any obscure towns you can think of anywhere. <laughs> as long as there's Hit space, he's got it he, he will be there. He will play your he will play your Trout. song. Traugon, Traugon. The whole time, I'm still not saying it right. I was calling it Traugon. Yeah, okay. Like Traugon. You got it through the nose. Yeah, Traugon. Yeah. yeah. So I was a massive. Yeah. Ever since then, I've just avoided saying. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Going the there. whole show, I yeah. avoided saying yeah. the name yeah. because I didn't want the locals to come hunt me down. You're gonna have one of those uh, like spinal tap moments. Where it's like <laughs> nobody rocks like uh, Traugon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So I'm looking really forward to the rest of the tour. Okay. Just the next few months. Yeah. Right. And what then? What's What's after that? You're going to come back to Canberra. You're going to just keep, you know, with the hard work ethic, keep playing, much. Well, at recording. The moment, I've, I've got, I've scheduled myself to kind of be on shows over the weekend and mm. back in studio during the week. So kind of Monday to Wednesday, I'm in studio. Thursday to Sunday, I'm. Damn, yeah. you're regimented. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right. Okay, so, I'm here. This is what I do. And yeah, this is, pretty okay, much. I'm just, I'm just making sure, you know, while while this is all happening while I've got the drive may as well make the most of it yeah 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 um, so I guess after the trial I'll just be going full full studio <laughs> you're going full studio you're going Whoa. full studio Whoa. full studio Damn. Uh, actually what I'm looking forward to is hitting up more local gigs okay. I haven't been to a lot of local gigs in the mm. last few months because I've just been preparing for the album and yep. the tour um, the last year I went to just about every local hip hop gig mm. there was, and there was one every weekend for for twelve months. Nice, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm so keen to start. I went to one the DJ comp um, a couple of weeks ago, so I'm just so keen to get get back into the scene, this local scene. Yeah, seeing what everyone's up. Uh, I'm sure you're you're sorely missed. Yeah, oh, well, <laughs> I miss being there. I, I miss being there. <laughs> well, look, I, I won't take up any more of your time. I know you're a busy man, but heck, if you want to stick around, do please do so. But no, just go if you need to. Okay? But, uh, it's, it's getting awkward now. I feel like I'm, I'm in love. You know, it's, it's oh, love man. now. It's okay. Oh, thank you so much for the chat. Oh man. It's no, that, please, it's, it's our pleasure. And then look, thanks very much for coming in and, and joining us here. And uh, you know, definitely, we'll, we'll do our best to promote. Uh, as you may know or may not know, local and live are actually doing uh, Bell of the Beast. Uh, well, actually, you are our artist of the week. But uh, we Word. will definitely we will definitely promote your album as much Word. as we possibly can. I knew you were playing songs, so I get out of camera. Well, you know, yeah, that's yeah. what we do. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, just uh, you know, Please hopefully, say. just it's always when you meet your idols. You the, know, the funny thing is, uh, my PR team get at me all the time for it. I don't post enough on socials. Yeah. And the one time I posted was because 
um, a local and rival yeah, yeah. Canberra thing had featured me in something. I'm just like, Canberra! Yeah. <laughs> just like, hasn't, hasn't mentioned anything about anyone else. Like, just like, yeah, Canberra! <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, so, it's so nice to have that like, like sense as we talked about when we began this interview around that fact of just like having to protect Canberra yeah. and it's like having to protect it and make sure people understand just what an awesome place it is and uh, you know I, I'm so glad that you feel the same way about uh, Canberra than uh, a lot of us do well why wouldn't you damn it, it is, exactly. we have the best music here we have the, the best freaking roundabouts um, our water's nice our water is so nice <laughs> If you haven't travelled around the country, I have, you would not realise. I have. Oh, I have. My, oh, I, I know, it's true. On the water. Uh, it's, it's, it's true, though. It's one of those things oh. wherever you go, like, that's the thing, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Wherever I go in the world, I always think about, this water's shit. Canberra water is so much better than this water. So good. I'm hoping I'm giving you some sort of ideas about what you should be playing next, you know, talking about just like the right level of, the right level of fluoride in my water. It gives me that Canberra thing, oh, you know. Right. You're the, the next album. Yeah, yeah, I'm there. I'm oh, there. Yeah. I'll, I'll be backing you up, bro. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Yeah, we'll be doing, we'll be definitely doing some Canberra fluoride water shit up in there. Yeah. Oh, my man. <laughs> cool. All right. Thanks for coming in. Um, and yes, anyway, uh, you, oh, by the way, when are you actually playing your next gig in Canberra? Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, are your people? Are your people on the phone there? It is October. Yep. I have a schedule now. Oh, you have a schedule. <laughs> I've, I've got to the point where I've had to start putting things in my diary because I just kept forgetting when everything right. was. It is October the fourteenth. Fourteenth. All right. Okay. And who are you playing with? Uh, at the moment, we haven't announced that. Oh, okay, right. Well, that's okay. No, no special promos here on Two Double X FM. No, we wouldn't be doing you know what? that. What? Um, Mondo Cream's going to be there. Yeah, right. That's good. Because yeah, very, very hard to find the elusive Mondo Cream. You know, are. who, who are they? Where are they? The what do they look like? Boys are just yeah, they're super elusive. They're on. We did a video clip for the song they're on, and they would absolutely killed it. Like, yeah, yeah, they're the greatest actors you could ever imagine. <laughs> I've got a pretty good imagination. I'm yeah. just now, okay, right. I'm, I'm checking that film clip out. I'm checking that out, definitely. Cool. All right, good. Uh, we should go out with the song. Yeah. We should go out with the song uh, from the new album. And what are we thinking of here? What, uh, Early is my, my, the one that... Let's do it. Yeah, All right. Early. Okay, Susan Kate, thanks again for coming in. Uh, this is the track, Early. Uh, check him out in October.